Let's pray. Father, thank you so much tonight. Scriptures are real and all that you want to accomplish. Of definitions, of Lord names, Jesus, we're of honored, promises, we're humbled that you would choose who God to is to us. And maybe tonight we have to pause and claim one of those for us. You desire to speak maybe tonight to we need us. to remember what is the one thing or what is the name of God or mission, what is Father the God, attribute of the promise that God is calling we us towards. Sing songs of praise to you. May we be reminded, Father, of what will be one your heads and I pray songs forever for you. I hope our that God tonight we think through, God, what, what do we need to hear from you? Lord, no matter what our circumstances look like, no matter what our weakness looks like, no matter what, tonight, like, no matter we need what to be activities or what things or, or relationships or conflict or anything has looked like, Father, I pray tonight that as we open your word that you would speak to us. Father, we're hungry for you. In a real powerful way, we pray, Father, that you would show up and that you would do incredible things, that you would make miracles here tonight, that you would speak to our hearts, Father God. So I pray, Father God, tonight that you would speak to our hearts Ready to affect the world. Would speak through your word. To affect change. That you would speak do incredible things, Father speak God. Speak to our friends, our families. Father God, may you use us in mighty and powerful ways. Would you start tonight? We see you for the fullness of who you are. We love you, Jesus. We ask for all these things in your precious name. And all God's people said, King and you are Lord. Amen. You guys can be seated. All God's people said, Amen. Amen. A lot of times people will say, man, the time of worship was so incredible, we don't need anything else. Guys, worshiping God and sometimes I, I definitely feel that. And tonight was one of those nights where I feel like as God is working through the songs that we sing and through the praise, of the Lord. he's already if doing something great. we haven't met, my name is Stallion. That's what Hopefully my friends call me. His word and I'm excited to be inspired as we think through this topic of being an influencer. My name is Stallion. I know most of you guys have met most of you guys at some point or another. If you are not regular here, if you're still visiting with really us, really we just want you to know you belong um, here. Sure we're excited you feel tonight, that you are here tonight with us, and we, as we open God's word, pray that God will, um, but also will speak to, to your heart to in a powerful way, in a mighty way. We started we this series last week called Influencer, and as James came and talked to us, he said that every single one of us finds herself in one of three categories or different states. The first one is that of which we have been influenced Upon. An influencer. And you can call us however you want. You can say that we were swayed. Like you both received that we were convinced. And you have Maybe you were others. a triple dog. Think about something that someone has to do something you to do before. Once. Or maybe it was a good time. idea, maybe it was a bad idea. I remember idea. for me, the worst time of this was in but college. Think about I always wanted to do what people were doing. I always wanted to try challenge. And I'm usually something. pretty good. I don't care I don't forget what people what I say. I don't care uh, what, small what people think. But for some reason in college, was, but people were able to convince me to do things that I knew were not good. Like climbing on the roof of the cafeteria. And not that it wasn't good, because ultimately it wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't good because I didn't know how to climb on top of the roof of the cafeteria. And so my buddies came and they convinced me, Stat, we got to go, we got to do this thing. I said, yo, So we were over there at Buffalo Wild Wings, and of course they had the blazing challenge. I don't know if you've ever been there before. Come with us, just see and decide for yourself. That's always like step one of influencing. That was the first step. Like The minute I stepped in that direction, I knew that I was making a mistake. But I said, okay, let's go As we went to this loading dock over by the cafeteria, and we were able from the loading Wings. to climb on this, and you had this special like delivery ramp, this like big bench that was breaks. out there. We climbed on oh, there. Breaks, From there, we were able to go onto this like half roof, and then we looked up time. to the big main uh, roof. I forget if you're allowed to drink guys, water How are we going to get up the main roof? That and they one said, of our guys get the milk crates. Because we got all these little square plastic milk crates, hard plastic, and we started stacking them on steps. As we put a couple of them, a couple in front of them, and a couple more, and it was probably like this is like four six and seven grade boys, and so I and so the first guy climbed on top of the milk crates, and he looked at the wall, and he jumped up, grabbed the wall, pulled himself up, he looked at hopped it, over, he, he was he goes, easy peasy. I'll do it. And so the second guy walked <laughs> so up, same thing, got the milk crates, jumped up, grabbed the wall, pulled himself up, easy peasy. 
the third guy. Now what was cool is that more guys were getting on top of the roof. They were reaching down and helping everyone up. And so the third guy went, the fourth guy. And I went to the end, and finally it was my turn. But the more his buddies were saying, dude, this will be incredible. This will be awesome. Like, Stal, you got this. They started to read through one of the things. So I climbed up in the milk crates. I looked up. That was easy part. No crates. I looked up the wall. I here we go. I jumped out and reached the ledge. We think that we can eat hot things in the magic. I tried to pull myself up, and nothing. I had no upper body strength to be able to pull myself up. I was like, guys, I need help. And so they all reached like over, and even with everyone going like and me trying wings. and pulling, I just didn't he have got a good grip. Two wings they weren't able to get me over. I said, I have an idea. Well. Let me And he started going, down, and we were cheering him on, and for and we'll two do it minutes again. straight, we cheered him, and well, he ate the worst idea ever in my life, because as I let go, I realized that I'd actually made it pretty high up. And it was awkward. We tried to cheer him on. We tried to get excited with him. We couldn't help him. We couldn't eat wings, but we were Everywhere. I fell, and I got hurt. I was embarrassed. So he didn't win. He didn't make a challenge. And then and one of the guys had this idea, he said, hey, wait, there's lesson. a door up Don't here. let others influence you. So he went on the roof, found this one door, and the door led to an emergency stairway all the way down. And we said we've all experienced that where someone has influenced us to convince us to do something, whether it was wise or not so wise or smart or, or just like, dumb. How you tell me? We've been all and so been I was influenced upon. I wouldn't have done this otherwise, on. but they convinced me to do this. At the same time, we said that we are influencers. James said also, as we looked at scripture, sometimes we influence other people. And, and, and sometimes we need to remember this, but I will say this, place. if you've so ever convinced like your parents an idea to go on vacation like, hey, in a certain place or get a certain new like device, upgrade your phone when you maybe didn't leave it upgraded, or buy a console, if you've ever done any of these things, you have exercised influence over them. You've been an influencer. And so every single one of us has either been influenced on, influenced other people, or maybe we're doing it on a daily basis. And that's what we need to learn and understand, that we are constantly influencers. We have a platform. We have an opportunity. I'm not just talking about our Instagram, but what we say, what we like and dislike, how we talk to others, the decisions, so the choices that we make, about everything message. that we do we we can influence other people on, on a daily basis. About the message that we have That's why a simple encouragement, we need to have wisdom, a simple put down, a look, to influence, a pat on the back, a high five, a fist sure bump, anything can be so huge in the life of somebody else. We have to be looking for these opportunities to influence others, and it can go either in the positive or in the negative. We said last week the beautiful thing about us as followers of Christ is that we have one of the greatest messages ever, and that is the message of Jesus. You see, in all of, of, all of life and, and all of religions and, and what everyone believes can constantly boil down to this idea that we have to do these good things. And the Bible has this beautiful message that no matter what good things we do, it still doesn't get us to God. But I've been thinking about this goodness, concept God's a lot from the start Jesus of this series, but to, even before to die that, for us. what about our all we have to do is believe in like him, we can reach to God. leave reviews. That's an incredible like message, and we have the opportunity, the potential to influence others with that simple and message. Or, or but tonight I want to talk a little bit about some of the keys, about some of the ways in which we can do that. You see, there was this doctor a long time ago. His name was Ignaz... Semmelweis. I don't know how you come with a name like that. But he was from Hungary. I remember I this was the 1840s, I, I, I and he was a doctor. He worked at a hospital, and his people would come into the hospital, and they would come for treatment for a sickness, or they'd come in for treatment for a disease, or a fever, or a cold, or maybe that someone was pregnant. Every time they came in, he started to notice that more times than not, before they left, they would typically get another sickness. They would contract another disease. So they'd come in for one thing, and before they left, they would get sick again. He said, no, I just need you. I want to make sure the person doesn't sell it. He couldn't understand this. He couldn't figure this out. So he started to study, okay. he started to analyze, he started to try to figure out, ask like questions, my love language. Someone and in, in the end, he so realized I said, let's it do it, we'll, we'll figure it out, so I drove to the dude's house, gave him some money, I said, listen, my buddy's crazy, he's coming later to buy this, here's some money, 
hold on to it. He realized so we that they were spreading germs. See, back then they didn't have the practice of washing their hands between patients. They didn't go up to the little thing like sing happy birthday two times. No, they had washed and killed all the bacteria. They didn't even have been there before. And when we sat down, he pulls out his phone on a regular basis. So he decided he made it his own personal mission. He was going to go around and tell people. And I don't know if he was on Yelp or wash their hands. He would go into the nurses. And he would yell at them. If they didn't wash their hands, he would get one of the people who would be like, what are you doing? He would go to the doctors and say, you're responsible for spreading disease. I'm going to the hospital. You have to wash your hands. And I his approach was so people. rough and so bad that eventually so many reviews, they kicked him out of the my hospital. Reviews actually like get bumped to the top because can of his trust my method of sharing. Consistent throughout. He ended up getting kicked like, out. And like, people stopped washing their work, hands. Okay? Like, just and the decline the everything went back on a rise. But it's so curious to me because people sometimes are wired that way. They're into leaving reviews or into sharing their experience because of the way he was sharing his message. You see, what I want us to think about tonight in this question is: Would we rather have an audience if you give an incredible deal? You want to tell well, other people about it. If you have an incredible or a message, bad experience, you see so you many of us others about it because you don't find want ourselves being able to say so whatever things. Maybe someone's listening. That stirred enough emotion, whether this happens in our culture, enough there's people that have an audience all the time. You know, we just had the glo- the Golden Globes, and and Ricky Gervais was all over the news for basically this, where he was telling actors. He said, when you come up to get your award, don't make this as an opportunity to share your political statements. He said, your your political statements, whatever they are, like that's great for you. I appreciate that. But you're, you're an actor. You're a producer. You're, you're, whatever, you're not an expert in this area. We don't want to hear your opinion. And so we don't my, need my to hear just because there's an audience. Is that doesn't mean that you have a great to message to share. If, if you're Maybe the same thing, this, like if you went on and won the voice for singing a beautiful song, and then people came to you and said, what do you think about foreign policy and immigration? You may have thoughts. You may have ideas, if God is but it doesn't make you an heart, expert. It doesn't mean that you have a great message in that area. Himself, if he's teaching you, That's why in 2019, when this past year, when Post so Malone was at the, the AMAs, and they, he gave his acceptance speech, and he leaned in the mic, and he said, I love grapes. Because we truly believe that. It was deep, man. Real deep. Talk to others. You see, some of us have an audience, but don't have a message to share. But other people have this incredible message and are not able to get it through to people. people. Like our doctor friend. He had this incredible message of saving lives. But because of his disposition, because of his approach, he wasn't able to share this incredible and important message. So tonight, I want to talk about the key ingredient, the key ingredient that will help us with this. But he could have gone to like you see, and like the approach is like easy the blows, for me or for some like, people because like, like it's very much like sweet talking. Like read the Bible out loud. I love this. I love sweet talking people. Like, man, I love just like like being like kind to people and overwhelming them with kindness to where so the, the, they're not really the sure what to do. Bryce and I had an experience this past week. We called to order confirmation Bibles, and we were buying them in bulk from a website. When we went on the website, we typed in and we put how many we were going to buy, and they're like, because you're buying them in bulk, you get a 35 percent discount. He's I said, that's great, but we need more of a discount. So I called up the customer service line, and, and I said, hey, God. is there any way that we could get an extra discount? And the lady was like, what? Because as we I said, well, you know, God's we're a church, word, and we're doing we a retreat, and we're buying Bibles for the kids. God decided to use it. Can we get an extra discount? And so she said, yeah, sure, put online 10. We got an extra 10%. Just because we Romans asked. Chapter 10. This is I mean, this happens in the God store. This happens all the time. I, my favorite story of this is, and I'll teach you a line. I'm going to give you one of my secrets. I'll teach you a line. His word. If ever you ring something up at a Romans store, 10. at a grocery store, or, or wherever Verse you are, 13, and it rings up, and it, they scan it, and 15, it beeps, but it doesn't come through. It says this. There's no price. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord hey, think, will be saved. Uh, I think if there's no price, then it's free, right? Most of us have heard that before. You got to give them the wink. People think that's crazy, but I've done this before. I was at Starbucks one time. 
say. I saw this really cool mug. Verse 14 continues and says, how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him in whom they have not heard? And how are they to hear without someone she handed me the mug. Full free. And I've been at Walmart before where they've scanned it, they've rung it up for a dollar because it didn't come up. So, I mean, it's, it's not just that. It's not just the disposition of sweet-talking someone. But it's actually understanding when we approach people with the message of Christ, that there's actually a way that we can do it in which it will be better received. But he's not talking the key ingredient that we're talking about, about tonight feet. is he's using that humility. He's you see, every great influencer of history in the past has had two great things. The first is others. the meaningful it's message. It's kind of like the cyclical thing. He says, how can someone call on him if they don't believe in him? How can they believe in him if they don't The other thing that they've had is they've understood that it's something greater than themselves. It's a motivation that's greater than themselves that pushes them towards giving this message. It's not to see what they can get out of it. It's because they understand that it's the most important message. James said last week was so huge that if we preach the message of Jesus, but we don't live it out in our life, that it's ineffective. You see, for us, for most of us, that's hypocritical. You see, when I was your guys' age, I experienced this for the first time. Growing up in Italy, when I went to school, my parents were there as missionaries, and they were there to start churches in Italy. And so when I would go to school, I remember telling people about the gospel. I would tell my friends about Jesus. I would tell my friends about how good of a life Jesus can give you. But then they would look at my life, and they would see that I was living just like each and every one of them. One of the best I, mean, I would tell them that, that cheating was bad. You shouldn't cheat on the this. test. You want to tell about and when I was taking an English test, because I spoke perfect English, it was easy to say that. But when I was taking a math test, start out and, say, hey, and I don't speak perfect math, like. then I was like, hey, uh, so you got some answers? My, my life wasn't matching up with what I was like. saying. And, then one and that's, day, how God, that's what God used in my life Jesus. to really pull me to him. I started waking up Jesus. in the morning as what I would read like. through the Bible and say, how God, I want to live this out. And then you move on to what your life looks like I want my message to be the same it's as, as simple my actions. As that. I don't it, want them to be We think sometimes we have to be Bible scholars. You know, there's a story that, in the Bible, and it, it's one of my favorites. That it takes it's in, it's in John humility. chapter 9, and it's, it, I love it because it James has to do with mud. chapter 3, that's like what we're going to be looking at tonight, the book of James. Students, James chapter 3, students, you can talk about in verse 13, Jesus, Jesus, James Jesus is speaking, blind with mud. he says one of these things. Now, it actually says that he speaks He says, who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. I'll read that again. So kind of Who is Jesus wise like, like, in understanding gross, among you guys? Jesus, By his good like, conduct, like, let me like, show his like, works in, it, like, in the meekness, but the also ground, it can say mud, in the, some dirt, and then put the humility of wisdom. But then the guy goes from being wisdom and being humble. There's wisdom in choosing to approach people humbly. And then people go to him and they're just kind of like we've got it all figured out. Not walking up like we know every single detail. Not walking up like we've got it all figured out. We need to take time to work on our character. Andy Stanley has a famous quote where he says it like this. He says, if you focus on your character, God will take care of your reputation. And he's like, so like, you know, focus on your character. He's like, here's what I know. What you believe. I once was blind. What you think. Who I you are when nobody else is looking. If you that, focus on those things, God he comes here and he take says, care let me of your you reputation, of how other you know, people for me, see you. It was simple. I, how I other people, people perceive story. you. My parents were missionaries. In Another way that this was taught to me was, was that each and every one of they us, planted churches. we have like, power, every single Bible we have control, we have like, authority. It wasn't just Jesus every time. Maybe someone has sat you down and made you in charge of a group project. Or maybe your parents have asked you to babysit your siblings before. Maybe you had some type of level of control or authority or power over certain people. 
But I didn't have a well, that's relationship. That's given to us by, by, by man. And I remember when I was 16. We decide, like, your mom came and said, hey, you're in charge God tonight. Kind of Make sure your siblings you get dinner and go to people? bed at a certain time. Your, friends your teacher says, man, you have authority over these, this group of kids. And so as you do your project, you love Jesus. it's your job to do fill in the blank. And they were looking at me, and they were like, dude, you're just Man can give us power, can give us control, can give us authority. See, I was a really bad student. But influence is given to us only Like, it was, like, normal. And, and part of it was the Italian culture. It the was like of a little wisdom. more accepted. It was still how wrong. How we conduct ourselves. It wasn't good. How we treat it was other like, people. Like if we're willing me. to approach them with language humility, that would not use God gives else. us the opportunity and to I would have thoughts and I would, I would do things at school that, 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 that we, we ran up so to someone who started shouting at them. Where I was everywhere else. All that we believe, all that we think, all that Jesus says, they would not receive that. They wouldn't listen. Because our disposition, and that's our approach the first time would be wrong. I Jesus. So I'm not saying about just, just kind of walking up and, and being sneaky about it, but I'm saying really learning what does it mean to be humble? Can I tell you something? What does it mean to have days that I missed? What does it mean days that I had no clue what I was reading? And there choose days that. where I would read and reread chapters. God starts there was some days where I fell asleep with my face in the Bible. We're in James 3, but if you turn over to James 4, verse 10, it says, humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt I started writing down prayer requests. You see, when we're willing to humble ourselves before God, God is actually the one that takes us and then I put date ask. God is the one that will then give us the platform to influence others. As we seek to say, man, I want to decrease so that God may increase. And those moments, God takes us and lifts us up. So as we share the message that he's giving us, that's where we are able to be effective. You see, this, this scripture in James 4.10 is actually calling like back Proverbs 3.34. And we're not going to look at that, but, but just a pa- couple pages over in 1 Peter 5, and I know I'm sharing a lot of references, but if you're writing these down, in 1 Peter 5, verses 5 and 6, it also goes back to that Proverbs passage. And so 1 Peter 5, verse 5, it says this. Clothe yourselves no one can say, with no, humility yeah, towards one another, because God opposes the no proud, say, no, but gives perfect. grace to the humble. Verse 6, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, and at the proper time, he will exalt you. To share with other people. If we have the greatest how message to share with others, call on him if they what we have to do is be humble about him it if they heard and allow God to raise us up, to exalt them, us how will in the proper time. But the interesting thing is here in the Peter passage, God it also says, clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another. You see, it's important that we understand that we need to have humility towards one another. And the Greek word there for one another is this Greek word that's alelon. And alelon is used a hundred times. Times in 94 different verses in the New Testament. Me, I don't have all the Half answers, of those times, was, it talks about how we should treat one another. And 15% of those times, the way we treat other people is with influencers humility. Like and so the central that, passage, the central theme of this, of having this humility is how we treat others. Eight. The way we engage with other people, the way we talk that, to others, the way we relate to them has to be in humility. And not in a sense and, and that of, that we get look at where I'm at. In his mission. Not in a sense of, of superiority. Not in a sense of, We get excited about what's going to happen with those people's hearts. When we start to share, if I can be honest with you guys for a second, whenever we talk with our middle school students, I see this a lot. We kind of feel like we want to be a Our middle school students come on Wednesday night. They're incredible. They're loud and they're having a good time. But sometimes they'll come up to me all concerned. They'll be like, Stow. We get excited. We get amped like, hey, up. So and so is here. And sometimes like, it awesome. doesn't always go. Like, no, no, it's not as awesome. We have planned. So when Jesus tells a parable, they here. cuss at school. We're gonna read the first part of it. They're like worried. They're like legit. Like, what are they doing here? He says this. It's like, well, maybe it's good that they're here. 
This is where they can, can learn. When a great this crowd this is was gathering, people from oh, they come to me and say, man, I can't hang out with that person anymore. He said to them they make the bad choices. He said, a sower went out to the church, they want to hang out with me at church. And he sowed some. Like, okay, some don't make bad choices at church. But let them hang the out birds with you. Of the air you see, they think that because some they've, the they've taken some strides, they've started to grow in their walk with God, suddenly they find themselves in this different Some fell among the thorns. This different level. The people of Israel like that all the time. You know, God came to the people of Israel. His whole goal was to, to create the people of Israel so that through them, they would preach the message of Jesus to the whole world. And they were special. They were called out in that sense that God was going just to them. And all they could see is God came just to us. We must be so good. We must be that great. We must be that incredible. And instead of preaching the message of the whole world, they tried to make themselves so great in front of the whole world. They lack the humility. He would just be different. Okay, he would have different, about. different analogies and different languages. Now it's interesting because James is talking about this humility. Peter is talking about this humility. It would just be different. But all of them have learned about this humility. Sometimes even in their culture, people would hear him speak and they didn't understand what he was saying. Now there's so many passages where Jesus talks about humility. There's so many places where we could teach this from. And obviously he shows it, especially when he gets down and washes his disciples' feet. And I'll say this: a friend of mine, who I went to college with, just posted a picture online the other day. It was really interesting because he was actually in the Middle East right now and, and he was walking around and he, he, I forget how long he had spent or where he had traveled through, but basically he took a picture of his feet in his chacos after one day of traveling in the Middle East. His feet like were unrecognizable. Asked him, he explains it to and we always say like, man, it was dirty back then. It was dusty. The and, you know, maybe they didn't have uh, great hygiene or you know, animals would like, go to the bathroom in the middle of the street. We don't totally understand, but when I saw this picture of this dude's feet in the middle of like Middle East, to think that Jesus got down on his hands and knees and washed. I mean, 12 times 2, 24 feet. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then he went and he washed Then the devil comes and takes away the word That is humility. So they may not believe. But in Luke 14, he, he shares a story, and I just want you to think of this question as I read the word, story. Receive it Where would joy, you sit? But those have no root. So, in the story, he's talking about someone who's invited the these, these guests over. And Luke and 14, verse thorns, 7 says this: here, but as he, speaking of Jesus, told a parable to those who were invited. He noticed how they chose the place of honor, saying to them. They when you are invited by someone to a wedding feast, word, do not sit down in a place of honor, honest, lest someone more distinguished than you be invited by him. And he so who Jesus invited into you and both will come and say to you, give your place to this person, the and then you will begin with shame to take the, the lowest place. Or, or say but that when you're invited, go and sit see, in the lowest place. House, they, so they when your host comes in, they may say to you, friend, move up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all. You sit at the table for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. He who humbles himself and in the back of my, my grandpa's land was this, this big it's this idea of, of going to a wedding. And, and we don't necessarily have the same culture. We don't to get over to the, the, the wedding would look differently for so us today. So they could today. go like one way or cut through. But you think of if you've gone to a wedding reception. Has everyone been to a wedding reception and they walked over one the time or another? Over and, over and usually at a wedding reception, there's there's a seat seats of honor. And those are for the the bridesmaids and the groomsmen and the maid of honor and the best man. And it looks different at every wedding. Some seat them by couples. Some do one table and the other table. But what he's saying here is imagine there's this seat of honor over here. It's this is like seat number one, prize seat. Maybe them, the groom is right there. And so, so, so this is like the, the highest seat because you're right next to him at his now right some hand. People would say have and then there's more chairs heart. and all the way over here. They're just not interested in hearing. The lowest seat. 
from what you have to say. They're not interested. And Jesus in is saying it's so God. interesting when you come to that wedding. So if you walk over here, like, man, I know the groom. I've been knowing him since he was like five. And you come and you sit down over here. And the more that you tell him, the more you say, it's very possible the groom will come to you and say, hey, listen, buddy. They're not my dude, my dog. I appreciate you. Listen, this guy just came. My dad's friend. He's giving me money. Explanation of this. He's going to the car or whatever it is. And sent the person of honor. Birds the metaphor for the devil. Say this, he came and picked away the seeds, and I need you to come over here. Happened there instead of this chair. And then he talks about or maybe the someone else comes soil. in, and he puts you a little bit further. And this is the rocky a little bit soil further, where, where a little bit because further. of the rocks, the the plants. This is no. Go, imagine coming in instead of sitting. They and can't there's, find the moisture. There's ten seats the water, here. There's there's nine people more important than me. I'm gonna sit here. who get super excited. It says when the groom comes in, with joy. They hear God's word with joy and excitement. Dude, get up. Come over here. Come sit next to me. Why? Because there's no root. And you go they over, for a you get the seat of honor. When time of testing comes, now, this isn't necessarily just about our choice, because he says here at the end, again, because we said we everyone who exalts himself Jesus, will be humbled. Jesus and we have a and he who humbles himself Jesus, will be in exalted. The life after Jesus, we are you see, God is the one doing the humbling and the exalting. God is the one testing. doing the rearranging, the reordering. God is the one moving us in the proper seat, in the proper place. Ours is the choice to have humility towards other people. It's not to look at other easy. people and say, man, what they value, what they think, what they say is important. Some people get so excited my needs, my desires, God, my thoughts. The love of God. Me, me, me oh, is secondary. Jesus, you're awesome. I want to exalt happens. somebody else. Something difficult comes along. Life. See, the key happens. to true humility is the like, way we so view sure ourselves. Up. It's our identity. I can't go to church now. I've got this C.S. Lewis said it like this. I can't do that. Man, I he can't said humility is not thinking less of ourselves. Humility is thinking of ourselves less. Next story we have is is. Let me read that again. Humility is not thinking less of ourselves. Here it says, verse 14, it's thinking of ourselves. Some of them fell among the thorns. Less. And these are those who hear, but as they you go see, along the way, they're choked up by the fake humility. And the it's and easy the to think, like, man, I'm just not good at this thing. It's easy to think, like, man, I'm, I'm no good at anything. It's easy to kind of put ourselves down. You see, the key with identity is to not give ourselves an overestimation, but also not to give ourselves an underestimation. But instead, to have the right view, the right value, the right worth. In our eyes, in See, the eyes of God that he has for us. We decided a long time ago. You see, we talk God about identity a lot. Accessible to everyone, the truth is that we are made with value. We're, to make it like that. we're made we're with to purpose. It like that. We've we have gifts, talents, and abilities. Some of us, incredible true. gifts, talents, and abilities, skills. But in doing that, sometimes we've lowered uh, the An incredible mind, stuff that God. only we are good so at, all that all you only have to do we is, can do. Artistic ability. All you have to do is play sports. Go join a small group and you don't have to speak. Just lead worship. There's stuff that only we can do and some of us are great at it. And we have to have a proper view. Understand, yeah, this is how God has gifted me, but it's just a gift. He could have gifted me in five other ways. Following God or he can gift other change. people even greater than me. Following or he can do God other things. We, get on our hands and knees and say, we have to have this right view of self. However you want we to have to be able to view ourselves not like, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to be changed. I'm, I'm, I'm awesome. I'm all that in a bag of chips. We get caught up with the pleasures and the distractions. We have to have a right view of ourselves. All the good stuff and, and everything else. And we don't want to do the But we also don't want to have a view of ourselves that's so low. And those seeds get chipped. That's so insignificant. It has zero worth and zero value. And that's the final one, the good soil. We can soil. start to see ourselves as God Verse sees 15, us. Those who fall in the soil or those who lift our head up word, hold fast with I'm valuable to the kingdom. I'm valuable to the king. And I can take a see, secondary I'm not a role. great farmer, take a secondary but I do know seat. this, that in order... You see, in that parable, the reason why someone could walk in at a wedding feast and sit here far away from the groom or far away from the party, far away from the seat of honor is because he is so confident, he is so sure that he knows those people that it doesn't matter what everyone else is thinking. But so it doesn't matter what everyone else is saying. It doesn't message. matter how everyone else views well, first it. First of all, we have to make sure that we're ready to receive they're it. Confident. But the truth in is, their relationship, in their friendship, in their walk, in their and, 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 and everything, and their knowledge of mission. 
We said, how they don't need the believe? recognition. How are they going to call give it up. if they haven't believed? How they they humble themselves. They heard? How are they going to hear? And in doing that, God preach? will exalt us. How are they going to preach if someone doesn't he gives, go? He opposes the proud. The truth is this, guys. He gives your grace to the humble. To go. It's your responsibility See, we have to the go. greatest message ever. God is asking you We have you the message go. of Jesus. God is asking dying you on the cross for each and word. every one of us. God has asked you to preach. This message is ours. It's accessible. It's on your phone. It's in 50 different God translations so and versions. The Bible. We can read this every him, single day. We can listen to it. We can, we, we can sing about it. After him, we can grow in it. We have this incredible message. If you want to be we also have the opportunity, Christ, the responsibility Jesus wants to, to use you to be able to go out and share with others. God's working in you. But in order to do that effectively, you've got to go, you've got to tell, we must first develop share, you've humility. Got to spread the seed. Not a fake humility. Not a man, I'm so, man, I suck. Minds around that. We I'm get no excited. good at this, I'm no good at that. We get excited about what God no, is going to do. We get excited about how God comes is going to knowing who we are. We get excited about how we can are. influence other people. Knowing who we are, who we belong to. How we fit in a walking relationship with Christ. To know that we are created... In his image, we, we are valuable. We, get stopped we are members we get of great worth. That he sent his son to die on the cross for us. And we believe that, ground, truly believe ground, that in here, on, on in our heart, ground. in our soul, then we can go to other people to remember, and say, let me share this message with God's, you. That's the greatest message you'll ever hear. God's hands I'm not going to hit you upside the head with it. It's I'm not going to be like the doctor who yelled at people for not washing their hands. But I'm going to come and say, listen, God changed my life. He wants to change yours too. In our friends, in our families, in our communities. So I'm asking you guys to close your eyes and bow your heads. I just want you to take a second right now. I'm going to get quiet here for a second. And we'll pray. we talk over and over again about being influencers, about sharing with others, about proclaiming to others. I say, Lord, how can I grow in humility? How can I grow in a right view of myself? My view of myself too high. My view of myself too low. By your grace, my view of myself just right. Because when the view of ourselves, of value, of great worth, worthy of the death and resurrection of Jesus, Man, I used to have these negative thoughts about we view ourselves. about my, my view and my self worth and, and who I was. And then God showed me, man, I'm I'm in our own image. requests, our own desires, our own needs, our own wants, everything aside. You might have these thoughts of man, the my, of nobody gospel, wants me. No one's of this excited about me, or or, or you may have these thoughts of man. I, I don't know how to proclaim His word, but all you have to do is simply share what God is doing in your life. And if you're walking in a relationship with Him, He's giving you what you need to share with others, and He's asking you, will you go? Will you be a part of my mission? Will you share my word with other people? And so tonight, how do we respond? I want you guys to close your eyes and bow your heads. We're going to sing this last song, and I just want you to pray to God. Jesus, I love you. Just ask him. Jesus, I'm privileged Confess to share him. your word. Go to him and say, God, how, how am I Jesus, doing I'm well so thankful. Where can I improve in this? That you've how created can I go me and proclaim for you? How can I share better the story that you've created you've given every person in this room? Who do I need to talk to? Great worth and great value. Give me more influence, Father. And my prayer tonight, Father, is that we would start to believe that about ourselves. With the message that we would start to see ourselves with the right view, so that we can set aside humility. People that you have told me. So that we can approach others with the love and kindness and humility that you showed us. Jesus worked tonight. You're the King. You're the King of all kings, and you set that aside to come to be on earth. Make us provide salvation for us. That's your word. 
about your message. I pray, Father and God. Help us, Father God, to, Father God, to as go. we seek to love our friends, as help we us, seek Father, to influence to others, that we would do that through proclaim humility, your word, through understanding. So that may believe in you. We have the greatest message ever. Heard it in you. Greatest story that was ever been told. We can call upon your name because we've gone the best way to influence others. Your message is through humility. Jesus, speak we're to doing our hearts, well encourage us where we need to be encouraged, challenge us where we need to be challenged, to us. and do a mighty, incredible Continue work to put in people in our way to speak to. Father, we pray for these and things. Father God, if we've never tried this before, if we've never shared Amen. our story with anyone, then would you put someone in our path this week, this month, 